The Bad and Ambitious Podcast is an unfiltered and authentic podcast where I will be discussing topics relating to self-improvement, finance, and relationships. I'm redefining what a bad bitch is, and I'm giving you the tools to be your most well-rounded and confident self. Follow me on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to podcasts. For up-to-date information and motivational content, follow my Instagram at the Bad and Ambitious Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello baddies, welcome back to the Bad and Ambitious podcast. On today's episode, I have a guest. Her name is Tiffany. She is first an artist. She is also a photographer, filmmaker, writer, and singer. But today we have her on to talk about her work as a life coach, or as she likes to call herself, an artist of life. She came to this work after a divine catastrophe in her own life where she broke her leg in a painful skateboarding accident. It left her living at home, out of work, directionless, and empty. Paralyzed with fear of making the wrong decision, she fantasized about someone coming down from the clouds above to tell her how to do life right. So in a desperate attempt to get some guidance, she joined Martha Beck's Wayfinder Life Coach Training and attributes it to saving her life. Martha Beck's is Oprah's life coach. Now she says that the thing that gives her the tingly excited feeling is helping people reconnect with their lost dreams and discover how to integrate them back into their life, one tiny step at a time. She believes this is how we heal and experience our most expansive joy. When we are out of our truth, she says, we experience suffering and end up finding ourselves in relationships we hate or jobs we hate, like I once did. And she found that it wasn't others that knew the best path for her. It was herself. She believes we all have this inner guidance inside of us. Today, we talk about how to recognize that guidance and how to access it. Hello, Tiffany. How are you? Hi, Mary. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I wanted to always do an episode about being spiritual because I feel like being a baddie just encapsulates like different things and it can be whatever you want it to be. Being spiritual is a big part of my life and some people might not have that aspect to them, whether if it's religious or not. I think it's a good thing to be spiritual because I think it taps into a lot of different things that can help you elevate in life. So to start off, I want to know what your definition is of being a bad bitch. (laughs) I love this. Yeah, let's dive in. Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me. And um, yeah, I'm ready to dive in and just explore and see where this goes. So my definition of a bad bitch, what a great question. I think like I piggyback off a little bit of what you said. Like I feel like it's defined differently by everyone, but I'd say like a bad bitch is someone who is like trusts themselves, is able to like have practices to be able to like come home to themselves Mm -hmm. when life feels chaotic or you know sometimes like overwhelming um someone who can stand up for themselves someone who can speak up for themselves um and also i believe that like as women like we glow when we are in our power and we are living our like highest potential Mm -hmm. 
and our highest good. So when we're following that path, like that inner knowing, that inner intuition of like what our thing is, what our jam is like here on this earth, I believe like that's a bad bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree with everything you said for sure. So let's talk about your journey and how you became a life coach. And I just now read this little snippet of your life and the things you've gone through. And it's crazy because I'm going to be very honest, but I've been going through it. Something hit me like a freaking, I don't know what, like a bus and just emotionally, I feel like I've had this urge and I've never had this before. So it's not like, I don't know if it's something I should follow or what, but I just feel like life really isn't working out for me in West Palm. I feel like I want to move. And, you know, that's a big part of your story. So let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, just what you said there, I mean, powerful in itself to just um, know what you want. (laughs) Um, So to like, even just like come to that term inside of you, like, oh, you know, craving, craving a change, something like that, you know, that's very powerful in itself. So for me, like, yeah, as you read with the little thing that I had sent you and, you know, the journey that I've been on, like my spiritual journey and like what's led me here. So um, it does mention kind of the start of it was like a big leap of self-trust for me was like moving thousands of miles away to California and thinking that like that was it like that was you know at that time I was I think it was like the top of 2020 it was just like thinking that that was where I was meant to be and I I felt like that deep in my core um but you know as life would have it I see it more of uh as an exploration um so like we're always experimenting like with our decisions here on earth and like exploring where we want to be like what feels like home to us and that could be like in a person or a place um so yeah that that was the start of i'd say like my journey and then um i ended up visiting colorado and when I visited Colorado, it was like a, oh, this is why it it didn't quite feel like a fit when I was in California. It was like coming home when I was in Colorado. So I ended up moving there after 10 months of being in California uh, at the height of the craziness of COVID. And um, yeah, things were going really well. I had met someone that I had really liked, um, which is, I'd say, rare for me. Um, I was just really happy. I was living in a place that I loved that was like quiet, surrounded by nature, all these things. And um, on a date with this person that I really liked, I ended up breaking my leg. Damn, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah time it definitely sucked but I I have um come to see like over time you know you see kind of the purpose and in, in that 
thing that happened, but it was really hard. And I, I cried a ton, just like grieving that life because um, I really wasn't able to, I hadn't built like a community there yet um, to really um, justify like staying there um, and like having someone who could help me get around because I wasn't able to walk and whatnot. So I chose to move home back in with my mom and um yeah I it definitely brought up a lot for me it was really sad to leave that person behind but again like I can see that that was like the best thing possible that could have happened mm-hmm. um and also I was left with a lot of time on my hands <laughs> Um, I definitely worked a lot and that was like a big part of my identity. So um, I was a wedding photographer for many years and that was like my bread and butter. And um, after breaking my leg, you know, I, I, I couldn't be on my feet and do as much as I wanted to. So I really, I don't know if I want to use the word was like forced, but I, felt like I didn't have much other option but to like really go inside and like ask myself like what what do I want is this the life that I really want like um what makes me happy and um is this the end all be all for me Mm -hmm. Uh, that that career um and everything so I was completely lost and I remember like an email coming into my inbox of like one of my favorite writers um, about a program that she's putting on and I'll say her name. Her name's uh, Martha Beck. Um, For those of you who don't know her, she's basically a bad bitch. (laughs) She's Oprah's life coach, um, went to Harvard. I mean, has all the bells and whistles. She's and she is like a deep embodiment of living your truth, even if it looks weird on the outside uh, to other people. So uh, I, I really just saw a lot in her and, and I was really lost on my path. So I decided to take her training and it absolutely changed my life. And I will say like, I think that it saved my life. Um, it just gave me so many tools to where like I'm able to um, have a compass inside of me if I feel lost again. Um, I'm able to just like catch it and see where I'm at on in like the cycle of life <laughs> um, and just be able to like take care of myself and be gentle with myself and um yeah, it's just been life-changing. So that's the short version of my story and where I'm at now. And now I'm, you know, graduated and I'm building a business and I'm super, super just passionate about it. And I just feel like it um, is like a beautiful um, collaboration of all the things that I love, which are like sitting in meditation spirituality, you know, emotional intelligence. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm a huge nerd about all that stuff. So I could like go on for hours about that stuff. So 
yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool i went to a oprah i don't know what it was called she it was with lady gaga it was january i think 2020 and it was pretty cool i mean oprah obviously she's a bad bitch for sure but it was pretty interesting it's like a full circle moment but yeah she gave us like a booklet and we had to like rate certain things like in our lives it was cool and also lady gaga i love that bitch so it was pretty interesting (laughs) it was like a tour like an oprah tour or something very funny but so let's talk about common misconceptions about coaching so what do you hear are people hesitant like do you get you know good responses from people like do you reach out to people or do they reach out to you at this point yeah at the at at this point right now it's like um referrals from friends um i honestly like the the best way that i found i've gotten business is when i'm not even trying to get business <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like I'm just trying, I'm just talking about what I'm excited about and, um, and then, you know, someone will bring up, oh, my friend. Um, but yeah, I think like, it's important for me to, you know, bust some myths of like, like what life coaching is, because it definitely can come when you hear the term life coach. I almost feel a little like, uh, it's not like my favorite term. Mm-hmm what I do um, because I know that it comes with some perceptions of it that aren't always true. Like, so some of the things that people come like thinking what life coaching is, or is like, Oh, okay. So we're going to sit down and like, you're going to help me. Um, you're going to tell me exactly like what to do or give me advice or all these things. And I just like to like pause and stop them there and um, just refine like, hey, this is a lot of life coaching, which is surprising to people is a ton of listening and like watching for cues of like, oh, he or she is or they is like excited about this, like when they talk about this and they their energy seems to go down when they talk about this. So it's like almost like you're tracking your best life and following your deepest excitement. And also, you know, obviously like um, there's a really important role for life coaches. I think like it helps. It's changed my life. And, you know, a lot of my friends are life coaches because of like meeting them in the training. So I've been coached a lot. And it's just been such a great thing for me. Um, And yeah, I just think that often people think it's giving advice and no, it's it's a lot of listening and it's a lot of um, asking questions. Is it also accountability? Because I feel like that's what people need when they have like a fitness coach, you know, they need accountability and structure. Is it like that? I would say that it depends on what you are needing. So if I had someone come to me and they are wanting accountability and I'm able to like provide that and, you know, at a certain level, like I think that that's, you know, 
that's welcomed. Like we're able to do that, but you know, some people will come in and, and, you know, that's not really what they're needing. Like they might be working through a breakup and um, just needing to like grieve um, before that, before they can, you know, really chart out a new life for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's so, like, guide, like you're guiding people. Yeah. I'm listening for like, what would best serve them? Um, it's just like, a starts with like a simple question, like what you can ask them like to check in. What do you think that you're needing most right now? And, you know, accountability, I think, is part of it. And uh, she, like uh, Martha actually talks about it in the program. Um, and I know that accountability works for me. Yeah. Um, so you can, like, work with your coach to create a sort of plan mm-hmm. that, like, maybe involves, you know, like you joining with a few friends and, you know, making an agreement with one another or like, um, you know, I've seen like some of my friends, like, you know, they want to commit to like daily writing and they'll all meet on Zoom, like in the morning mm-hmm. um, just to like check in and show up, like show up to the Zoom. And like from there, I think like the hardest part is showing up. But um, yeah, I would say accountability can be part of it. Cool. So for spirituality, I feel like for those who don't understand what that is, I looked it up and basically it involves different themes like love, compassion, altruism, life after death, which to me is very interesting. I believe in reincarnation. Uh, Spirituality also has to do with wisdom and truth. And I feel like personally for me, I think it's because of my mom like I was always introduced to yoga and my mom I think did a very good job with I feel like a lot of people lack that though which is sad and there definitely have been things that I've had to be aware of as an adult and you know improve on my own I just feel like spirituality all in all has to do with just being in touch with yourself and to be in touch with yourself you have to be really good with listening to your intuition and how to connect with it and like you said in your journey like you just followed it and sometimes you might follow your intuition and something bad happens but that's what's supposed to happen in a way like I don't want to say like everything in the world is just meant to be always because there are very tragic things like death sometimes is just there's like no reason for it you know what I mean like there's just like super fucked up shit that happens all the time to everyone. Unexpected things. I don't want to say that that's always 100% like meant for a reason. And I don't want to give in to like toxic positivity. But following your intuition, there's a lesson that you can learn at the end of it. You know, if you date this one person or if you move to, you know, a certain place, that'll take you somewhere else. And I just feel like we're on this journey in life. We're meant to cross paths with people. And I believe in like those things like soulmates, twin flames and like all that shit. Some people probably think it's bullshit, but I just feel like, you know, sometimes you meet someone, you feel like you've met them before. And 
I think that's pretty special. Like, I think there's a greater purpose for everyone here. And I feel like we've chosen as people, like our souls chose to be here. Our souls chose to be parts of, you know, the family that you're in before you even like came here. You know what I mean? I believe in reincarnation. So I believe in learning lessons. You know, there's, for me, I believe in like, you know, things you didn't learn in past life, like karma, you know, in this life type of shit. So, but in this life though, you definitely, especially women, like we have our intuition and that's a power and that helps us, you know, guide us through life. And a lot of times women were told to not listen to that. And we need that for survival. Like back in the day, like way back when, when we were like hunter and gatherers, like the men went out to go get the food and shit. And like, we stayed home. Like we couldn't fight for ourselves really. Like the men had to go fight and we had to protect our babies. And we kind of, I guess, felt in our soul or whatever, if there was danger and like animals have that. Like, animals know when there's a storm coming, and they all just, like, fucking run. You know what I mean? So, like, that's a very natural thing for us to have, and I think we need to tap into that. Yeah, I I would completely agree with you on that. Um, I think intuition can get a little, well, at least from what I hear, like, a lot of people's issue with it is, like, the question is like, how do I know when it's my intuition? Yeah, for sure. Like, how do I distinguish that voice with like uh, the voice of fear or something like that? So, you know, everything that I say on this podcast is like still a practice for me. (laughs) Totally. So I'm still learning myself like, what my intuition sounds like and I think over time it does like get stronger with um you know practices that work for you whether that's like journaling or meditation or some people you know have like do exercise and you know they have things that come through them or answers that come through them that they're like oh that's exactly what I was looking for how do you connect with it Like, for me, like, when I have a creative idea, I channel it, and I, like, wait for the idea to come to me, and then I just know it's meant to be. Like, with the podcast, like, the name. Forever before I made the podcast, I wanted to make a podcast. And I was like, I know I need to find a name for it, because... And then when I find it, it finds me whatever, like, I'll just know, Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, like the name I think is pretty cool, like bad and ambitious. It like made sense. And I'm like, that's it. Like there was no question about it, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know about like for myself, like big decisions, like for me, okay, I want to like have this, I have this urge to move away. Like, I don't know if that's just me because I'm PMSing and I just am annoyed with a lot of things right now, or if like I should legit move, you know what I mean? But I've never mm-hmm. had this thought before. Ever. Like, I always just was like, okay, this is my life. Like, I'm happy here. But now I'm like, I'm annoyed of seeing the same fucking people at the gym. I'm annoyed of having the same conversations and certain places. Like, I'm annoyed. I'm just like annoyed. And I don't know if like I should just move away. Cause it's like, at the same token, like, 
should you just listen to anything blindly? No, because what if you just like quit your job, you move away, then like, you know, it's just you need to also be rational at the same time. But certain things just make sense. And I feel like the things that don't have explanation is like, what is your intuition? Like you don't need outside validation for certain things. And sometimes you just know. And of course, sometimes you don't know if you know, you know what I mean? Like it's just you would second guess it, but I'm not religious, but I know a lot of people, you can ask like God or whatever you believe in, like for a confirmation. I've heard that too. Or like for signs. I know people believe in signs, but it's like, I don't know if signs are just confirmation bias. So it gets very confusing, but I feel like when I ask for something, I see it and it's creepy, but it's still, I still see it. So it's like, it is a sign of something mm-hmm. but I feel like when you just calm your thoughts a lot of people don't do that so like they're always on the phones they're always you know doing mindless things and like watching too much tv and like just not really paying attention to themselves and I feel like when you just quiet your mind you hear you're more aware of like certain things maybe you're more aware of the people you're around Maybe you're more aware that the people you're around suck and they're they hate you and like you should never talk to them or, you know, you realize things that I feel like you wouldn't otherwise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I would just I would define intuition as um, an unexplainable like whisper or like a pull in a certain direction. And you don't really have any logical reason for it. It just like feels, if I were to use words, right yeah. for you, you know? Um, I mean, if we were to put it like literally, like um, in our training, like one of the ways she has us connect, like if we're struggling with a decision is... Um, holding it in our body but like before we even go there um just like you said it's like slowing down and coming back into our body and it sounds like so typical you know you hear that a lot like oh you know coming back into your body but I feel like coming back into your body is a really important step before Uh, presenting a decision and the options that you have Um, just so like for me it helps me like get grounded and be able to pay attention to like the sensations that I'm feeling in my body also I think that when you like for me it's like setting the intention or like coming back to you know your body and the decision I feel like when you set that intention things like just line up for you like maybe you meet someone who randomly like has a connection to like this one thing you were thinking about or you know like you're more in aligned with your path mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. that's also like okay this makes sense because why is it that I'm thinking about this one thing and like I've not haven't told anyone and then all of a sudden two days later someone brings it up when no one even knows that I even thought about it so like that to me is like it makes sense like things click yeah and also like um it's good to like like I find it helpful like for me to check in if like 
I'm doing this from fear or from love. Mm-hmm. Like for for example, like a big dream of mine has been to um, you know travel the U.S. Uh, in a camper van. Mm-hmm. And about like a year and a half ago, um, you know that just really started to become really loud inside and then I started to see you know vans everywhere (laughs) like for me I I'm totally with you I I really believe in you know we're shown like signs and the universe is going to keep until like we take the call yeah and if we don't (laughs) if we don't pick up the phone they're gonna like the idea is gonna come to someone else like it's gonna go to someone else so I think, but, you know, as I had written out and that thing that I sent you, it's like, as soon as we have an idea, it's like, oh, this would be great. And then the mind comes in and it's like, oh, but I can't do that. Or, you know, oh, but it's, you know, that's scary. Or, you know, I don't have enough money for that. All the limiting stuff that starts us to feel like heavy in our bodies, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I just know for myself, it's like sometimes, sometimes I, I can't, I don't get rid of the fear. And sometimes I'm still scared. Yeah. Even when I know that something is for me and I just do it with the fear. Yeah, exactly. I do that too. Like I have, sometimes social anxiety and I or like whatever it is like something like physical that like I've never done before I just do it anyways like you shouldn't let that stop you mm-hmm. like if you know that it's something healthy obviously like don't be doing anything wild but for me also I like to be in touch with my emotions a lot and I think that also can guide you so like I said I had a mental breakdown like <laughs> like the past like I don't know, I would say, like, a week, and, like, I've been very sad, like, I've been crying a lot, and I just let myself cry, like, because I feel like a lot of people don't do that, and it's, like, you have to identify the feelings and, like, work through them and just let it, like, pass, and in the moment, I'm, like, what the fuck, like, this feels so shitty, like, but I know at the end of the day, like, I'm not gonna feel like this forever, and then I just, like, you know, you wake up different, maybe you still will be sad again, but maybe it won't be as rough but you have to cry you have to like allow your feelings to like happen because if not then the good feelings you're not even going to be able to identify that too so like for me when I there's like certain things I really care about and like day to day like I'm very monotone and like very like unenthused about a lot of things but like certain things I'm like super passionate about like I can feel that it's like okay this is my plan for like the next whatever years and like I want to really do this one thing and like there's a feeling in me that's like I know that I'm gonna do this for you know what I mean like it's a feeling and I feel like if you recognize the bad feelings you can also recognize the good feelings and you can recognize okay like this is what I'm supposed to be doing and as women I think men kind of struggle with you know like feeling feelings that are not like anger like they're very you know it's normal for them to feel angry and whatnot for women it's normal for us to be like emotional as like they would say 
but everyone should just identify like if you're sad be sad and like let it go like let it ride and being spiritual like we said is you know being in touch with in touch with yourself and I think that's a big part of being a human so like why don't you just you know accept that that's who we are like we have emotions and work through that so like yes like you said like if you do have self-criticism and like negative self-talk ask yourself okay why do I feel like that like is it even true like am I a loser you know what I mean like am I unlovable Mm -hmm. like what is really is that a fact or is that an opinion and who said that am I only saying that shit to myself or is it because someone told me that you know and a lot of people I've said before in other episodes like you need to talk to yourself as you would a friend like if okay let's say your friend had a dream your friend had a dream to like open up this door of whatever would you really tell your friend no you're broke like you ain't shit like you're a loser no one's gonna buy your shit no you wouldn't fucking say that shit because that's not being a friend so why would you say that to yourself and like you're the person you should love yourself the most out of anyone because you came on this earth alone you're gonna who else is gonna do it exactly (laughs) so that's like the trap right there it's like um you know I myself is like we're so expectant of others to put us first and it's like it's like that's not their job no it's your job to do whatever you want to do and if you fail who cares at least you tried and you figured it out like people are so comfortable with being mediocre and just having dreams and like not doing anything about them and not following their intuition. And I feel like regret is a bitch, you know what I mean? So let's Mm -hmm. say you never moved away. You would have always wondered like, damn, like you would have missed your chance at some point, you know, it would have like, that was the time you needed to move. And whatever happened to you, like had to happen at that time for you to be where you are now. And Maybe you wouldn't have even seen the email that you got. You know what I mean? Like, then you wouldn't be where you are now. So, like, I feel like it all just, in some way, looking back, it all kind of makes sense. And we just need to, like, accept life for, like, what it is. And, you know, we have the ability to assign good meaning or bad meaning to things. So, if you can, like, people should assign meaning in the way that it's beneficial for their growth well that and like I would add like one of my mentors I mean I can hear him in the back of my mind right now like he says he says something along the lines to like it's a whole lot easier when I can when I do find the gift Mm -hmm. like in something that was really hard or really painful it's not to like bypass that that thing hurt or was really challenging or was hard. And like, it makes my life a whole lot easier and lighter when I can find the gift. Mm -hmm. And I'm not always good at that, but I come around. Yeah. I, I think like on this journey the, the biggest thing I've learned is like um, to pay attention to what's going on inside me and if I'm suffering like it's like 
alarm bell for me to come back. Mm-hmm. And some things I would say take time. So you shouldn't have to like force, you know, the lesson and, you know, just like let it come yeah. to you. You get answers years later, like forever years later, you get yeah. an apology years later. And like, but you look back and like these little pieces just made sense. Like it all fit together. And mm-hmm. you sometimes think like your life is over and it's not, you know what I mean? Like we have so mm-hmm. many hopefully like so many years left of our lives and our journeys and it just all one day makes sense like at the end of our lives I would like to look back and be like damn like I had to go through that to you know enjoy this thing or have appreciation for this or for it to lead me to this I have to meet this person and then you know fall out with that person you know it's just it's like a we're like watching a movie of our lives basically and not all movies have like you know happy endings or whatever sometimes you know you're reading a book and the outcome is like what the fuck like you didn't expect to end like that but you know I feel like people everyone I think in some way has like a purpose or there's a gift like there's a reason why they're here and I feel like being aligned to that figuring that out is going to help them just like on be on their journey and like feel happier because I feel like people don't have goals. They don't have dreams. I think everyone, I would think so. I don't know. I feel like everyone has like a dream, you know, like even if it sounds crazy or like it's too much in their eyes, everyone has dreams, everyone has wishes and it could just be simple as to just be happy, you know, but like, okay, what makes you happy? Like, are you doing that every day? Are you working toward that? You know, some people aren't and people need to like realize like, what do I want? Because I think at the end of the day, I feel like we're here to help each other. And the things that we go through can help someone else. Like, because if you went through that, obviously you made it out of that problem or situation and you can use that knowledge and wisdom to help other people and like in turn like help generations you know and like based on our upbringing like you know everyone goes through shit everyone has trauma everyone has bullshit everyone has you know fucked up shit that has to happen to us everyone but it's like okay for the next generation for our kids whatever we need to like figure it out kind of to like help humanity Cause like at the end of the day, like why the fuck are we here? You know, like, you know, like what's the purpose of life if it's not for advancement and for us to like be happy, you know, and like feel our feelings, like fall in love, like, you know, do certain things with their lives where a lot of other people don't have the privilege to because, you know, they have passed or they're not, you know what I mean? Like, and that's what I, for me is like spirituality is like living with your purpose and the only way you can kind of like get in tune with that is by asking yourself questions and alignment, I would say, and purpose. Mm-hmm. Like bring it back, you know, for your listeners to like intuition. This is where like intuition really comes into play. And just to give you like a short, you know, if you're not sure what is intuition and what is fear like in the body um we're taught like this method that's like 
you basically bring up, and you can find this in one of Martha's books. A lot of her stuff is free and a lot of her tools are free. And I'm telling you, so like, for example, I think this one might be in like finding your own North star, but it's like bringing up one of your favorite moments, like a memory and going to that memory and then and then going into your body and describing what you're feeling when you see that image or you're there in your mind's eye and you give that sensation those feelings like a name like for me um like expansion in my chest you know when I'm in when I'm in a good memory or whatever and like my ears like for some reason like raise up a little bit and like my toes my toes like curl and it like all feels right in the world you know mm-hmm. and um I think I call that like my you know that's just like my good feeling and then you go after that you go to a feel a memory that isn't like your most painful memory <laughs> a pretty like mildly shitty memory. Like it could be an example of like going to the dentist or something like that. And the same thing, you go into your body and you see, okay, like my neck is kind of hunching. Uh, My whole bot, my shoulders are kind of like turning inwards. Like my stomach feels a little nauseous when I think of this memory and the same thing you give that mem- that feeling a name like you know the hunched neck feeling or whatever mm-hmm. and then you come out of both those memories and then you have a decision that you're wanting to make should I move to here or stay here like say that's the example and um and then you go into your body again when you imagine yourself doing that thing and just describe what you're feeling um she also which I think I might have left out a little bit here but she had for the both those memories and sorry to backtrack a little bit you rate each of those memories from like a scale of negative 10 to plus 10. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, like if moving away, I mean, I was considering moving at one point and I think it was like a plus six or something. And I could, you know, vividly feel my chest open things like that. And so it'll give you at least a little more clarity as to like your next right step. Yeah, I've never heard of that. It's pretty interesting. And yeah, I mean, sometimes it doesn't even need to be a good or a big thing. Like my teacher has a story about, um, you know, sometimes you sit in meditation and you just want to like go to sleep. You're so tired and Sometimes taking a nap is your next, <laughs> like, thing that's in your most integrity, you know, because yeah. when we really go off track and path like that, and we go and we spend 
another three hours on the computer or our phones because we're checking our emails or going to work when we know we're exhausted. I mean, these little things really matter and they all add up to, um, you know, a bad mood, mm-hmm, for irritability, sure. um, depression. So it's just like tracking your life and and in little ways and following um, following what feels like expansion in the chest could be some a different feeling for someone else, but mm-hmm. overall taste of freedom. Speaking of naps, let's quickly talk about dreams because I have an issue where like my dreams are very vivid every night and I feel like that could have to do with like spirituality because when you're subconscious in my opinion your subconscious tells you things and that has to do with your intuition and that's being in touch with yourself and like that's looking for answers and like hearing things and I feel like when you're asleep things can come to you and like people have premonitions and dreams I've had premonitions and dreams I've had bad dreams or around the time that something bad happened so Tell us about your ability to decipher what dreams mean. Okay, so I am like so excited about this topic. (laughs) I love talking about dreams. Um, It's like one of my favorite things to just dive into and harvest the fruit, the messages, all the things like for guidance in our path and our lives. So yeah, dreams are definitely one of my favorite things. So in our training, we we were shown a tool that basically helps us. I don't know if I would say the word decipher dreams, but get the medicine from. So if it's like a dream that really stood out for you, um, like I know for myself, like, I can wake up and I, I think, oh, whoa, that was a weird dream. And maybe I'll note it down for later and I'll note down everything that happened in the dream, you know, all the symbols and weird things and stuff like that. And um, basically I take the dream through a process called, I think she calls it dream readings or dream reading. And, um, you essentially like for example if one of the things that stood out in the dream was a body of water or the ocean Mm -hmm. you essentially become the body of water like this is a a meditation practice so you kind of drop in and it's almost as like you got this part in a play. It's like, oh, you, you know, mm-hmm. you're the body of water. So you, I like for me, it helps me to better focus um, when I close my eyes and, you know, I say, okay, I'm the body of water. And then from there, I ask myself as the body of water and it really helps, I think, with a partner so that the person who is becoming the symbol is able to stay in their process and answer and not have to switch roles 
Mm-hmm. Um, so from there, it's like you ask the symbol questions um, that are really powerful. And honestly, like dream readings have been one of my, is one of my most important tools when I feel uh, lost or like I'm wanting clarity on something that I'm stressed out about or something like that. Um, yeah, I definitely want to tap into that because I have that ability to dream. I know some people don't have that and that it's like a blessing and a curse because sometimes I dream like very intensely and that's why I can't wake up and that's every day. And it's usually when I have weirder dreams than when I snooze and I sleep for like 20 minutes. And but there's sometimes like I feel like the dreams are telling me something or I remember one time I had a dream years ago that I was going to get a raise. And that same day, like, I woke up from a dream, got ready for work, whatever. That day, I got a raise from my job, and I never asked for one. And I told her, I'm like, I was so confused because I was like, I literally had a dream about this, like, last night. And then the, the lady was like, oh, well, sometimes dreams come true. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. true. Like, And sometimes I've had dreams that, like, warn me about stuff and – but I feel like if you actually set the intention to, like, remember them and whatnot, you can tap into that because I don't do that. Like, I, if I track my dreams, like, I'm pretty sure, like, there would be more information at my disposal that I could use to help me with life, you know. Um, but I think dreams are pretty interesting. And it's like watching a little movie every night. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weirdly, like, I like to hold the balance of not taking them too seriously and also treating them as sacred yeah (laughs) um so a lot of people I think that they have dreams and they take them really liter literally like oh like that's actually gonna happen and I mean maybe sometimes it does like you said like you're getting the raise but there might be something else there, like a metaphor. Oh, yeah. I feel like the majority, you know? if it's like literal, it depends. Cause like I'm sure people have had this dream, like where their teeth fall out. And like mm-hmm. that's to mean something. Or like when someone's pregnant, that person's probably not pregnant, but it means something else. Or you know what I mean? When someone dies, it's like, oh shit, like that's such a fucked up, disgusting dream that I had. But it means like rebirth or something, you know. So mm-hmm. there's certain common themes that I know dream interpreters have, you know, I guess labeled certain things as. But yeah, obviously take everything with a grain of salt. But it was just weird that like it ended up happening for me. And that happens to a lot of other people. And yeah, that- weird and not so weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I love that. It's like not a coincidence it's what you know it it really speaks to what you're saying earlier just about something bigger going on that we don't we really can't comprehend with our human minds yeah which is very it's trippy but I feel like spirituality I feel like if people didn't have that at all like they don't there's like a lack of guidance or a lack of we do we do like it's it's like maybe it doesn't show through in some people and 
you know, like they can come back into that. Like we are spiritual beings. So I just believe that we get lost along the way. Yeah. But in some people like they're just not into it at all. So I feel like they're not, you know, there's like a certain piece that is missing in a way that they could like help them if they wanted it. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's their journey and everyone else is like on their own journey. So I would like to just point out like ways for people to practice spirituality day to day. Cause I feel like for me, I don't, I'm not like super, super spiritual, but I think there, you know, if it is part of your life, like religion, like if you are religious, like it's part of your day to day life, it's part of your lifestyle. And you can practice it daily or whenever you want by breath work and meditation or just quiet time. You know, a lot of people always need to have like a certain stimulant of like having the TV on or like listening to music or, you know, driving with music on. Sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up and like just be at peace with yourself. You know, maybe go to the beach and just like don't listen to anything just like be there like be be still and just like be there prayer whatever that means to you I'm very into manifestation I think also practicing spirituality is like um serving your community spending time in nature like even if it's just at the park in your backyard spiritual retreats I have not been on one but I did see the Dalai Lama speak once, which is pretty interesting. Um, I do practice yoga, not as much as I would want to, but definitely I think it's a good thing that anyone should do. And all in all, I think people should try to align themselves with their purpose. And of course, first they need to find out what that even means. But I just feel like being spiritual is a good thing. And we have the choice to do whatever we want and like make sure if they want like their choices you know could have the outcome that they want and like they can follow their dreams that way and being spiritual is just a good way to tap into you know who you're meant to be and who you want to be in this life because you know ultimately we have our free will yeah totally I just want to like comment a little bit on you know what you mentioned about like how people can practice spirituality and I just want to gently remind everyone, and I'm saying this because I'm sure it's something that I myself need to hear um, very often, is the way I think trying to attain being a spiritual or spiritual person is is canceled out if you're using self-violence to, you know, meditate more or get off your phone and all these things. So just a gentle reminder to be kind to yourself um, because it's, it's a practice and, you know, we're not perfect. And um, yeah, so I think like that's, just the biggest message that I want to like leave you guys with is um, be kind to yourself because we all, we all stumble and fall and come back um, to ourselves over and over and over again. So 
Mm-hmm. And also, you never know what people are going through. So be kind to other people as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Well, thank you, uh, Mary. Um, so where people can find me. So I, they can use my blog. That's kind of, that's where I'm um, taking uh, inquiries for coaching and stuff like that, coaching clients and whatnot. Um, it's tiffbrit.com, T-I-F-F-B-R-I-T.com. And you can see there's like a contact form and stuff like that. You can just shoot me a message and we can, you know, if you have any questions or if you want to explore working with me. Um, I'm also on Instagram at be free underscore Tiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y. That is my, I'd say, like where my spiritual passion posts lie and everything. I, I'm also, I'm a life coach that was previously a wedding photographer. So um, I do have another page, but the be free underscore Tiffany is I'd say for more like my musings on spirituality. And you can also just DM me about coaching and stuff there as well. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mary. This is fun. I love to we help people maybe think about something that they never thought about, you know, maybe someone will be inspired to meditate or do yoga or do the activity that you said, because I'm definitely going to try that out for sure. Yeah. I like highly, highly recommend like any of Martha's um, books as well. She has just like a lot of little tools, um, like easy things. So you can track your, your best life, your right life. And, you know, I, I, I am big. I'm just going to say this one last thing. Like I'm big on people that don't tell me what my best life is, but help me find it. Mm -hmm. So no one can know what is the best path for you. Only you can know that for yourself. And sometimes we just get a little confused. 